Passion our purpose, profit our pain. I don't want my name to ever be in vain. A life full of substance is the only thing that will remain the same. Millennial Thoughts. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Millennial Thoughts with your girl, Alicia. I hope y'all are really enjoying this travel series. Um, It's going to go on for however long I can keep getting my travelers out here. And today I have a special guest. Her name is Emanuela. She's a travel blogger and um, she she travels and she also happens to have a nine to five. So I'll let her introduce herself and get to know her a little bit better and we'll go into the interview. Hi, thank you, Alicia. I'm so glad to be with you today. And yeah, I'm Emanuela. I'm from Jet Setter's Diary. I do work a nine to five, a demanding one at that. And I am also working on my doctorate degree um, while I am traveling. So I've had my blog for three years now and live in South Florida and uh, currently interested in traveling um, all over the world, but mainly in the U.S., Mexico, and the Caribbean right now, or pretty much anything in the African diaspora. Yes, oh my goodness, and I think that's what actually attracted me to you, because I was like, one thing I've seen you, like, you wanted to travel to, like, all the Caribbean countries or something like that, and I was yeah. like, that is my goal, too, like, I definitely want to hit the Caribbean. Um, is that something, like, what your dissertation is going to be on, or, like, is that what you're getting your PhD in, or is that just personal that you want to travel to, like, all the islands? You know, it's a mix of all of what you just said. <laughs> Actually, I think my desire kind of stems from, first of all, who I am as a Black woman, Um, Mm -hmm. And then also both of my parents are from Haiti. They actually moved to um, the U.S. uh, back in 1980. Um, And, uh, you know, just having that strong connection with the island and the Caribbean is kind of what kind of, I guess, pushed me in that direction where I'm really focusing on the Caribbean islands. That's just always been a goal of mine. And the first time I went to a Caribbean island, which was um, Nassau, and I'm sure we'll talk about uh, some of my travels uh, Mm -hmm. later on, um, I remember going there and uh, my grandmother lived there. I have two aunts, an uncle and some cousins there as well. And I was like, I'm moving here. I love Bahamas. I I just want to live on an island like for the rest of my life. And that's actually been something that's been consistent with me. So I just want to see all the Caribbean islands. I know some people are just like, oh, if you've gone to one island, you've gone to them all. But they are all unique. I have not Mm -hmm. found two islands that are the same. And so um, a little bit with fast forwarding with my dissertation yes my dissertation does have something to do with that so um, I'm working on my doctorate in higher education administration and pretty much that's um, the degree that you typically get if you're wanting to work at a university or a college and you think like higher ed related um, which is where my nine to five is And um, what I'm looking at is um, looking how second generation Afro-Caribbean women make meaning of their race, ethnicity, and gender. Um, And so it's interesting. So it's a qualitative study where I'm interviewing women um, and second generation 
according to the research, is uh, anyone that was born in the U.S., but their parents were born abroad. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is really, like, it's really specific <laughs> in what it is. But I just got my master's in student affairs, so I know exactly uh, about that, yeah. Oh, my education. gosh, yes. <laughs> yeah, Where? I don't know if I'm... I went to Western Kentucky University. Oh my goodness! I didn't know that about yeah. you. <laughs> I know, I know, okay, because actually, a couple of people who I like um, talk to on, you know, of course, you know, Instagram. That's where I like meet a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like following her and stuff like that, and I was talking to her. She's like, "Oh my goodness!" Like, I just got my master's in um, higher ed, basically too. I'm like, okay, a lot of people are getting their master's in higher ed and stuff like that. So I'm just confused about what's going on. <laughs> um, and I was like, okay. But well, they, you know, they do travel a lot too. So I'm just trying to get on that level where I can get me a job <laughs> in higher ed and travel how they be traveling. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of yes. um, people of color gravitate towards higher ed because, you know, sometimes we go to PWIs um, mm-hmm. or any really type of higher ed institution and maybe you've either had a great experience or people who've influenced you, you know, to retire and to keep pushing and you want to be that for other people or you had a bad experience and you're like okay I need to help out other people <laughs> yeah yeah I know sometimes it's like a mix of both mm-hmm. mix of both or whatever which is crazy because I love my undergrad experience but I honestly didn't I really hated my master's experience mm. so like it was kind of yeah, which you know, that's a whole nother story. So, <laughs> that's why. Let me see the travel. Something that I like to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, <laughs> but um, oh, but so what? Like you had your travel blog for three years, mm-hmm. and it's called Jet Setter's Diary. Mm-hmm. What um, made you come up with that name? Like, how'd you come up with that name? And what made you start like your blog? So funny. So, you know, I, well, again, it was tied to like my um, day job. And so I loved traveling, still love traveling and, you know, would come back to work and just talk about, you know, stories of, you know, my travels and things like that. And some of my coworkers would just say, you should start a blog. And, you know, after hearing that for several times I was like okay let me just bite the bullet and uh create it um and so I I did it and the thing behind it was about just sharing what I you know like my travel stories and things like that and so it was really supposed to be kind of like a you know I'm writing into my diary as to like Mm. you know like what (laughs) what it was like going here what it was like going there and um didn't really think it was a thing I was just you know blogging but um then you know as it grew I I really wanted it to be a resource for people who um you know were looking to go to particular places like so I started to create uh different travel guides and and um trying to do things to inspire people to travel too. You know, it's a lot of times when you see things, you know, um, kind of advertising about travel, it's always old people, right? As if you have to be retired to be traveling. And so I, I really wanted to kind of get out there to tell people like you can travel while you're working and while you're doing other things and you don't have to wait for like, the last chapter of your life to go and see the world. Mm-hmm. That is most 
definitely true. So um, speaking of that, like working with your nine to five and doing that, you said that your nine to five is very demanding, which um, I don't know, like what position you have, but how are you able to balance that and um, working and then working on your blog, but then also like finding time to travel yeah. as well? I I don't know if I'm the best at it at all. <laughs> Just a full disclosure, but you know I'm working on being kinder to myself and uh, you know just giving myself grace and so a lot of times I try to do a mixture of things. So um so I work in career services and so one of the things with that office is working with employers that want to recruit our students but then we're also helping to prepare our students so you know things with their resumes um interviewing all of those kinds of things for professional development and so um I manage one of our locations that works with our um, College of Engineering and Computing um, majors. So it's a very busy office um, because of, you know, the skills that people are are trying to recruit um, for out of that college. So that's why I say it's kind of demanding. Um, and I have mm-hmm. a team that um, I I supervise. And so, you know, a lot of times people might think that you can't like travel when you're like, you know, working your way up. Um, But, you know, I like to challenge that a little bit. So one of the things I try to do is um, try to work in my travel with um, conferences. So there are Mm. different conferences that you can go to depending on the profession that you're in. And I'm a firm believer of going to those conferences. Like, of course, you should be going for your professional development. <laughs> <laughs> I don't just go to places just because, oh, you know, I, I want to go to this city or whatever. That's that's not the the main uh, thing. It's like looking at the topics that are there that, that are going to help me to grow and then um, seeing how that works. So um, so based off of that, I, I throw that into my calendar and then I know where I'll be going during those times of the year, if that makes sense. And then I will build out, you know, maybe a day on on the front and the end so that I can try to explore and do my own thing while I'm traveling for for the conference. So um, I'll even do things in the evening or in the morning, depending on the schedule of the conference um, so that I can kind of like explore the city and, and, you know, grub because I love food you know so check out like (laughs) good breakfast places or dinner you know places things like that or sightseeing in that area so I do things like that then I kind of um, look at like my like social calendars so like who's getting married this year who's (laughs) whose birthday trip is coming up you know that kind of Mm -hmm. thing and then try and work it into places that I have been wanting to go you know if that makes sense I can't go to everybody's birthday trip but you know try and like split it up to um or choose based off of the places that are kind of like on my bucket list so oh okay yeah I definitely see so traveling yeah. like a traveling like an SA pro <laughs> yes with the conferences and then just building some fun travels but oh, like of course you can't make it to everything because I mean some you have to work as well Exactly. And then 
on top of that, I'm I'm married, and so he, ha- <laughs> my husband, he has travel goals too, or we have travel goals together, and so like, you know, sometimes we'll want to travel on our birthdays, and then we'll try. We have like a whole bucket list of like, okay, where we want to go, and then we try to split it up based on you know what else is going on on the travel calendar. And then our uh-huh. anniversaries too. So yeah, so we have a little bucket list, and then we try to save um, to different places to um, try to have like different buckets for each travel, so that mm-hmm. we're making progress throughout the year um, towards the travel goals that we have. When you say bucket list or travel goals, are you talking about just like places you want to go in a bucket list? Or are you talking about like saving money in a bucket? That makes sense. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess a little I bit. <laughs> a little bit of both, right? Uh, of what you said, but the bucket is like bank accounts. So we'll have, we'll split up our bank accounts because we used to have it where it was like all in one, you know, bank account. We're like, oh, okay, for this. But then sometimes it gets kind of like confusing if mm-hmm. you're like pulling out of that same account. And so we actually, um, do different um, savings accounts so that we can like pull it out. And then we actually have a real bucket too <laughs> that we oh. put like, we try to use cash for everything. And then when we have the change, we put it in a bucket and then um, we will actually cash that out to use as like cash um, for our trips too. So there's times where we come out with like, we save so much like change where it, equals up to like $200 and then we can use that as cash like when we're traveling okay yeah see that's what I'm saying I was like you're saying the couple things I just wanted to make, make it clear you know because I'm going to use like envelopes or like that I haven't really got to that point to use envelopes to save money and stuff like that but I know people do have different ways they save and do trips and stuff like that so mm-hmm. that's what I was wondering about so going back to like um, the first part did you was the first time you were abroad was when you went to the Bahamas or was that just like the first time you went to the Bahamas? That was the first time I went to Bahamas. So um, the first, well, not really the very first time, but the first time I went um, abroad was actually to Montreal, Canada. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm originally from um, New York, Brooklyn, New York. And uh, when I was three, my mother sent me up there to be with, I know, so it's kind of crazy. And I forgot about this, like even the, on the bio on my website, um, I need to update it because it, it talks about my second international travel, which was mm-hmm. at seven. But at three, she sent me up there because she was um, pregnant with my um, younger sister and um, she didn't think that she could like handle, you know, both of us oh, at the same time. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, I've heard of that before, <laughs> like families doing that. Yeah, and so she sent me there and I was there for three months and I came back to a sister who was like in, <laughs> in my crib and, and speaking, I was speaking French. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that's so funny. Yeah, it is funny. So um, that was my first trip and I actually have memories of being there, which is kind of crazy because I'm I'm 38 now, but (laughs) (laughs) so that, and then my next trip was to the Bahamas. I was seven years old when I went um, for the first time. 
Okay. Um. So, do you still speak French or not really? No, no. Okay. And I actually took French in high school and college. <laughs> what? I know, but it's one of those things. If you don't practice it, you mm-hmm. you definitely lose it. <laughs> Most definitely. I was like, oh, maybe I have somebody that could teach me French. Oop. <laughs> I'm no, ma'am. To tri- I'm trying to be trilingual. I'm trying to be able to speak French and Spanish, but we're, I'm still working on it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I yes. wish. I wish. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, I was just wondering because, um, like, thinking about, like, traveling when you're young and stuff like that, it was like, I guess, like, what's sparking into you, but, like, you got um kind of put out <laughs> your mom kind of uh gave you gave you so that she could have some help so that mm-hmm. did it. and then you went to the bahamas and to visit your grandma and have you been to haiti yeah i went to haiti for the first time um four years ago which is kind of crazy to me um i think a lot of people uh hopefully this isn't too controversial but a lot of people who have Haitian parents sometimes they aren't you know as I can't think of the word I want to say as eager to have their Mm -hmm. um, kids go back to um, visit for various reasons um maybe based off of like the reason why they left the country in the first place um that kind of thing and there's a lot of unrest um in the country as well um but it's also beautiful um i do want to i am one of the uh individuals that's really trying to you know show the good parts of haiti because there's a Mm -hmm. lot more to it um so I went four years ago um, when my maternal um, grandfather passed away. And so mm-hmm. uh, we went, um, myself, one of my sisters, my mother, my father. And so um, it was just so um, cool. It was a cool experience just to go um, to the place where my parents were from and also generations um, as well. Like I, I didn't really really realized that I was missing something until I went there like and just you know got reconnected with um the island if that that makes sense like I have a lot of family that's here but then to go there and I got to see um my father's mother too which is my my um, paternal grandmother um for the first time <laughs> mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy I was 30 something meeting my grandmother for the first time um, but that's awesome yeah thinking mm-hmm. it was it it was it was life-changing for me yeah that's crazy I actually follow like um well I guess I wouldn't say like a lot of Haitians but I actually follow this other girl she's Haitian and she actually is like taking people back there in December or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Saba. Um, <laughs> you said who? Is it Saba? Oh my gosh, I think it is yeah. Saba. I think it is. I'm like, maybe you might know her, you know? Yeah, <laughs> we've connected. <laughs> yeah, we've met a couple of times before and we've connected. Hopefully we're going to do a trip one day, but yeah, she's going in December. I wish I was able to go, but... Um... Me too, right? <laughs> She's awesome. I'm like, I want to go to Haiti so bad. And I seen another person, they were planning a trip to Haiti. I think he was, he's actually Haitian too. And so I just like, that was so cool. So are you like a second generation? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, that's I what am. I was wondering. <laughs> and yeah, it's like, I think it was somebody else. I don't really know. But yeah, um, that's cool. And 
well, like being a second generation of, is it like second generation American? Do you uh, feel like um, traveling was like more accessible for you or was it like more known or do you like your parents, did they always travel and it was just like something y'all did or do you think like it was instilled, like it was instilled in you and that's what y'all do or do you feel like you were able to do it more? Does that make sense? Yeah, I get what you mean. Um, You know, I think... I think that because my parents were from another country, I think that did make it more um, talked about, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I know there's a lot of people that don't have a passport or have never had a passport. And we, we did growing up, you know, just because my, my dad would travel back and forth to Haiti um, when I was younger and then, of course, too, when we um, went to the Bahamas. But actually, back then, you didn't need a passport to go to the Bahamas. You just needed your um, your birth your birth certificate. So, like after my passport expired, um, I think I went back to Haiti when I was like thir- not Haiti, but Bahamas when I was like thirteen or fourteen, and I went without my uh, passport because it was expired. I think at that time. So, um, yeah, I think because they were from another country, it wasn't like taboo to do that. Um, but even though they traveled, you know, to Haiti, they didn't really travel anywhere else to really be honest, um, outside of the country. Yeah. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like they were like world travelers, even though they had the passport. I think it was just the means to get back to you know, like their home country to, you know, mm-hmm. uh, reconnect with family members and things like that. So, yeah, I think that had a little, a lot to do with it. Yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah, I wasn't trying to say, well, I was trying to say accessible in sense, but like, because I know some people, they do come over here and some people don't even go back to their homeland mm-hmm. their country or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so wondering about that. And so it's like, or oh, my parents think to travel as much. So like, you know how um second generation be like, well I won't take this opportunity to go here and go this because like my parents helped like afford me being able to like come over here and live this like better life or something like that. So I just didn't yeah. really know about no, the difference. I, so I was just wondering. Actually that is part of it. Like I, you know, when I do travel that that's some of the things that I think about like wow the things that my parents have sacrificed and how I've mm-hmm. been able to um, see the world. And um, a couple of years ago, um, I was able to um, take my parents on a cruise um, for oh, their okay. birthdays. And my mom now, she's like, she loves cruises. So she's, she, she went to like three before I took on this other one, but my dad had never been on a cruise um, before. And so just to see um, them like discovering other places and, um, you know, just having that excitement for travel like I do is, is something that's um, really amazing too. Yeah, that is cool. I actually just came back from a cruise. I've been last year was my first time. And then I went this year, and well, let me tell you about them cruises. Oh, eight days is so long. <laughs> I know, I was jealous. So I really was. <laughs> in the water, in the middle of the ocean, like, what was talking about? You want to go on another cruise? I think I'm gonna stick to inclusive resorts because <laughs> it is a lot. If you're going, yeah, that's a lot. I haven't been on a cruise that long yet, and that yes. would be a long time. <laughs> 
it honestly was a long time but it, and then it was it was like a long time at first but then it went so quick because you go to the ports and then you stop and then you got to get back on the boat before it leaves and stuff like that so it was mm-hmm. like really quick experiences so I was like oh my goodness that's crazy but that is so cool so what are some other places that you've been besides the Caribbean like Europe have you been to Africa yet no Asia? actually not yet so um, okay, so the whole thing with the diaspora thing, I am actually uh, waiting out Europe <laughs> because because <laughs> I'm just concentrating on the African diaspora. And as we know, those have been uh, countries that have um, been big players in colonizing pretty much the whole world. And so I'm not <laughs> in a rush to go and see <laughs> Just keeping it 100. <laughs> yes, I'm talking about. But you ain't. I mean, of course, there are places I want to go to in, in Europe. You know, I want to go to Italy and France mm-hmm. and, and London. But, but you want to go to Africa first. Exactly. Any country in Africa. Do you have yeah. a country that you want to go to first? Yes. Okay. So I have a couple of places. So my, <laughs> and then I have to say, so next year, I'm really hoping that I can graduate um, with my doctorate. And then the gift to myself will be going to the continent of Africa. Yes. So Please I let am, me know if you go. What? Yes, I will for sure. And so <laughs> right now, the, the big uh, the top ones, I think I know where I'm going to go, but I, these are the ones that I'm battling with is um, South Africa um, yes, is too. one. <laughs> I have, oh, it looks so beautiful. And it has like, I have like these three things that I really like to experience when I go to different mm-hmm. places and it's food, wine and the art scene and South Florida has all three of those things <laughs> oh and there's a fourth one which is the beaches too and they do have, <laughs> they do have beaches <laughs> that was so, just there you know <laughs> so that's on the list Morocco is another one um but I am on the fence with Morocco like I uh... yeah, see I'll be confused about Morocco too <laughs> I was like Oh, I'd be confused. Spain, you're, I'd be really confused about that area right there. Yes. Oh, I no. think we're on the same page too. But, you know, but there's something pretty intriguing about it. And um, mm-hmm. just going to, um, I've never been to like a, a Muslim like country. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. Morocco's I think, Muslim? I think mostly, like, yeah. Most, religion? Yeah, mostly um, Muslim um, religion. Um, and so that would be like a different experience for me. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I'm kind of um, thinking about. Um, and then, uh, of course, I'm, I'm thinking about um, like Kenya is another one to. Yes, Nairobi. Uh, oh, my gosh. Yes. Um, giraffes in, in the window pictures. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> While you're, While eating, you're eating your breakfast. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yes, I think I'm like, oh, it's kind of cool. Okay, I don't know about that one. I'll be so <laughs> over there with them giraffes. The I know, window. but you got to do it but, for the gram if you make it I all the way over there. She's like a traveler. She, I don't know, you might know her. I really can't remember the travel vlog. But anyway, she travels with her family. She has two little girls. They're so cute. She went on the safari. I think it's like the tra- maybe the traveling mom. Mom traveled with the kids or something uh-huh. like that. Uh-huh. And 
and they're like black and she has like natural hair or something like that yeah, like, yeah i think that has... is the one that you're um traveling with kids um i think that's yeah i think yeah. so and she has like a two and a four-year-old and mm-hmm. i watched their safari and i seen their pictures it was so cute and i was like i never thought about kenya like i know actually i knew some kids i was like yo nairobi like i've heard of it but i'm like oh my god it looks so pretty it looks so fun like i really want to go on safari and stuff like that so and that's why mm-hmm. i see about them giraffes and stuff Maybe I wait till I have kids for that one because I like see that she had kids with it. So I was like, maybe I'll wait for that one. Maybe. I mean, there's so many places like to explore. So like, yeah, you have time. I and my other one is the is Ghana, you know. uh, I was surprised you didn't say that one first. I was I didn't I didn't do it in order actually. So It's not in order, but Ghana, okay. yeah, I would say Ghana and South Africa were tied for me. Yes, um, me too. Oh my goodness, <laughs> definitely are. They are definitely tied. I don't know which one to go, but I have a friend from South Africa and Ghana, and I'm like, y'all, like, take me so I can figure out where my friends wants to go to Ghana next year for mm. like New Year's something like that. I'm like, okay, girl, because I really want to go to Africa when I'm 25. I really wanted to give that to myself as a birthday present, but I don't know if it's looking like that because you know, hey, the way higher ed. Uh, uh-huh, it's set up. And uh, my birthday, <laughs> my birthday is in August as well, too. You know, so my birthday is August twenty first. I'm a Leo, yes, I am. Yay. But also, that's like um, moving. You know, like yeah. the first week of school. Mm-hmm. So you're in housing? Is that what you do? Yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not in housing right now. Oh, okay, okay. I used to be in housing, but oh, I just do like first day of school and stuff like that. Actually, I'm really um. Not in higher right now because I don't have a job. So if you want to help your sister out, okay, yeah, I would love to go to Florida. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just a little plug, but yeah, I'm really just like applying <laughs> for jobs right now. Awesome. <laughs> but I know, yes. But I already know if I'm like I already know if I do get into housing or even if I do get like academic, not academic, but like student involvement, the areas that I want to go mm-hmm. to, like you know, student involvement has like the welcome week and all that stuff. So it's like mm-hmm. that first week, I'm I'm going to be trampled depending on if I went up north and they started school later so you know sure. I'm really just like thinking about either celebrating early because there's actually this place this um like travel group called Power to Excel and they're mm-hmm. going to South Africa in like July or something like that so I thought about travel thought about like traveling mm-hmm. earlier and just being like oh yeah this is my birthday and whatever but you know I don't know but yeah I really want to go to those two places and I can't really choose either so that's so funny that we're just like I want to go like, yeah I know it's just one of those things you're like okay I'm going all the way over there where should I go it's just like a lot of anxiety but you know I know just go like, one I country at a time I know and I met this lady she did my hair of course you know African child to them and she was from um oh I can't remember the, the Gambia oh she's from the Gambia and that's like in Senegal you know or whatever and mm-hmm. then there's like um then there's like a little country I'm like dang if I go over there for real I'm trying to hit a, maybe go to Nigeria because you know I yes. need to hit a couple of countries while I'm already over there I then took that 20 hour flight you know what I'm saying very true <laughs> so yeah that's so crazy but I want to say that my minor was Pan-African Studies in undergrad as well Ooh. and I studied the diaspora I went to Trinidad and Tobago and that's when I was thinking about the Caribbean I just think like I I went to Trinidad and Tobago twice and I was thinking about like the diaspora of black people is so crazy and looking at Africa and like how wherever they were dropped off at and how the Caribbean is like so many black people and it's like they work together they can have so many things and it's just like all these black people are in the Caribbean I just think it's like it's just like um it's so I don't know if it's like so overwhelming 
so shocking. But I just like, dang, like they're on these islands. Yes, these islands are beautiful. Mm-hmm. And we're just trying to figure out like what to do, how you can do something. But I thought that was just interesting, like learning about the diaspora yeah. and like of Africa and stuff like that. Not trying to be like so <laughs> so educational or whatever. But when I went to Trinidad, um, I thought that was so cool. So I was going to ask, did you ever study abroad? No, you know, and that's one of the things that I kind of, you know, regret that I didn't do that um uh, in college I didn't I didn't really know about that to really be honest um as an option and I also you know didn't even realize the value of majoring in um Latin American or Caribbean studies and you know those kinds of topics which really would have benefited me now like with Mm -hmm. you know what I'm doing um so no yeah I did not do um study abroad I wish <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm cracking up, yeah so what did you get your undergrad in and your master's if you don't mind me asking like oh yeah good question so my undergrad is in public administration and I minored in entrepreneurship and okay. yeah my whole uh thought was that I well first of all I really wanted to major in business but I was really like scared of the pre-cal class girl I had to- <laughs> you kind of sound the same well, I, I didn't get the pre-cal girl I was scared of the um, <laughs> whatever the first class was economics Ooh, I was a, oh no man marketing yes. Ooh, I, oh, man. I, I can't take these classes but that's another conversation too because I could have been so much further in life if I did business but Boy, them, that math class was not working for me. I couldn't do that. I said, yeah, I'm just going over to the social sciences. Yes, <laughs> me too. So I, well, I ended up doing public administration because I was like, oh, some of these, you know, I would look at job descriptions and they would ask for public or business administration. So I'm like, okay, I could do this. So I did that with the hopes that I would start my own um, business. So I was always like into, you know, entrepreneurialism and, and that sort of thing. And uh, in my master's program, I decided to go for um, higher education, administration, or student affairs. And so I ended up doing that. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah, I got, that's what I got my master's into. Um, and then they talking about doctorate. I'm so sorry. I, <laughs> no I can't think no more. I can't write nothing else. I cannot. Well, I'll Dude. tell you this. I said the same thing. <laughs> I really did. And, you know, I, what, what year is this? I want to say it was four years or five years ago. I was in a meeting with other higher ups and I was the only um, black person in the meeting. And uh, for me, I had this moment where I was just like, hmm, important decisions are being made. And individuals are not at the table. And I wanted to, you know, have the opportunity to sit at those tables and to, you know, try to help make decisions that positively impact people who look like me. And a lot of times to get access to those roles, you need the doctorate. And so I decided to, you know, pursue it. So the the thing that's propelling me are, are the the students that I want to help. I think that's really the thing that's really pushing me forward. Mm -hmm. And so uh, with that, where do you see like 
jet setters going? Do you feel like you're always going to be in higher? Do you feel like you're going to transition out? I'm open, actually. I'm open to anything. Like, I, you know, I could see myself being in higher ed or working in policy. I like the research um, piece. Um, So I could definitely see myself in research. I I would love to maybe even go into corporate, too, because a lot of corporations now are doing... um, diversity and inclusion roles um so Mm -hmm. would love to be into that and then with jet setter's diary it's gonna keep going travel is a part of my life so i am just gonna keep uh writing i'm gonna keep you know sharing um my love for travel and encouraging others to do it as well um and you know to go out there and see the world because that's for me has been something that has helped me to learn more about myself and how I adjust to new environments as well as learning things about other people um so it's it's gonna keep going I may end up who knows maybe one day doing a podcast or (laughs) um (laughs) writing I really want to look into like travel writing too you know um yes me too. well you're already kind of doing it <laughs> yeah i am in my in my own space but then maybe you know in travel magazines oh yeah or, you know, right? travel magazines, yes, that's exactly yeah Literally. i was just about to ask you have you heard of the audacity fest yes i have yes it's in memphis <laughs> next weekend i know i'm so upset that i'm missing it so many me good too. presenters <laughs> I'm so sad too. I'm like, oh my goodness, I really, really, really want to go. And it, it's quite close to me, but it's not really close to me. And so I was going to say with that, like, there's going to be so many people you can meet, you can travel. Because, like, I'm just now breaking into it, which mm-hmm. I've traveled all the time. I actually started my blog when I came back from tri- from Panama. I studied abroad in Panama and Trinidad. Oh, and cool. so I studied. I actually started like a blog because I just wanted to write my travels. Didn't really know too much about it. So now I'm, and I'm like, dang, I wish I would have kept that because that's been like five years of content. But you mm. know, I'm, I feel like I'm starting late, but I just turned 24. So I'm trying to start a little bit earlier, you know, maybe than some more people. But yeah. you know, I'm just like, dang, I wish I could have started from when I was 20 or something. Don't know where I would have been at right now. But um, yeah, so I'm like, dang, I wish I could go to Audacity Fest. I wish I would have known about it like a little bit more or something like that. But you know, yeah. maybe next year something. Maybe next year. Like, yeah. I was if you were going or if you knew anybody. Like, no, actually, I'm going to, I'll be in Memphis twice this year. So I went for the first time in May and then I'll be there in December. And so I'm kind of um, upset with myself that I didn't know. <laughs> but next year, I'm for sure adding it to my calendar. There's a team mm-hmm. of great um, presenters there um, that I follow that uh i don't know i'm i'm kind of, i'm hoping you know what i wish they have like a recording i have to look for that but yeah i don't know uh, i just remember i think that's when i started following you maybe i found out when you went to memphis my first time in memphis was in may too that's oh we yeah each other. that's true you went like the week after or like i think yes, it was the I same week memorial, and i left yeah <laughs> i went for memorial day weekend yes and i, and I like, left yeah, wednesday i think of memorial yes. day weekend memphis <laughs> is so fun but I was only there for a night so that's why I really really wanted to go back because I was there for like a night and it was like so packed because it was Memorial Day weekend but I was doing like a civil rights tour or whatever so it was just like doing too much and so yeah I was like oh my gosh love Memphis I have to go back and this would be a perfect time but I don't think it's gonna work out but you know I guess I'm not gonna be too salty I'm just gonna hope I can go next time next year yes (laughs) next year is the year we're gonna see each other there I know where it's gonna be 
confidence. <laughs> like, yes, maybe a trip or something. We need to, I need to figure out how I'm going to get back to Haiti. Are we going to figure out how we're going to Africa? Or yes. <laughs> I need to be in Africa for real, at, in the motherland. <laughs> mm. But, uh, yes. Um, well, would you like to tell the travels anything where they can find you at something? This has really been, like, a great interview. You know, this is really good. I have to go check on the time. I was like, oh, my goodness. I don't want to take a long time. I was only, like, 30 minutes, and it's about 40. So. Oh, thank you. Time. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to talk too because, um, yeah, I didn't even realize that we had that higher ed connection too. So, yes, yes, we'll definitely keep in touch and then um, connect you to some folks to get you a, a higher ed job for sure. But, uh, yes. <laughs> your folks can find me um, on several places. I'm on Instagram at jetsetters underscore diary. And um, I'm also on Twitter at JetSettersiry. And then you can find me on my blog, which is www.JetSettersDiary.com. Thank you so much for coming on here and talking about your travels. Hopefully you all enjoyed the episode. We talked about a lot of different things, so you know. <laughs> Hopefully y'all can keep up with us. And this might not be the last time y'all hear from us, because this is my girl right now. You know, I got to talk to her because we're in the same field. Um, so, Yes. <laughs> Um, so have a great day Tom whenever you watch this make sure you follow make sure you like comment and subscribe I always say follow and this is the whole um, podcast <laughs> but um, yes so have a great rest of your night thank you so much have a great night thank you Alicia alright bye bye so I mentioned conferences and one of the things that I forgot to kind of like really dig into is the fact that when you go to conferences your company is the one that's usually paying for the most expensive parts of traveling which are your travel uh your your airfare your your lodging your food and so what I like about that piece is that if I like the place that I'm going to I'll add extra days to it to where I pay for you know a day before or after out of my own pocket but getting there um, and the bulk of my stay is being paid for by the company. Um, other things, too, to get back to the whole idea of traveling while you have a full-time job is um, trying to take advantage of long weekends and holidays so that you're using less of your vacation days. Um, traveling when it's the slower times during work where 